0: podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network.
1: Hello and welcome to Stop Hammer Time. This is part two of our uh, special evening with Phil (laughs) Phil Parks.
2: Thank you very much. Thank you.
1: Having struggled through a moratorium on the 2014-15 season, uh, we're now let off the leash and are basically able to talk about Phil and matters arising. Uh, so, uh, uh, first off, uh, Phil, uh, you you paid for uh, you paid for QPR for as long as you played for West Ham, uh, um, which, in a way, we all forget, uh, as many games. Um, So, what was it like when the call came to come to West Ham? I, we obviously were in, you know, what's interesting to me is that we paid a world record fee for a goalkeeper, yet we were in the second division. Yeah, it's incredible. It's amazing, isn't Uh, it?
2: I think, first of all, um, slight adjustment, because I actually played... 11 years at West Ham and I was 9 at QPR, but I actually played the same number of games, uh, league games I never realised that until uh, Trevor Smith, bless him, who died recently um, from the Newham recorder Trevor was the, 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 the reporter who covered West Ham for pretty much most of his life I think and um, he phoned me up one day and said do you realise, he said you played 344 league games for West Ham and you exactly the same number for, for QPR, QPR. I hadn't got a clue obviously but, yeah. but so that, that was slightly longer but when, when the call came I was at, I was at training ground um, training with Derek Richardson and Bob Wilson who, who Bob was the trainer uh, he used to coach me Bob and he used to come down once a week <clears throat> he worked at the Arsenal as well and I love Bobby. He was a really nice guy, very down to earth, but but a very very good coach. Mm. And um, we had a guy named Steve Burton. Sean. now. Steve was a very—he's um, one we wouldn't want at West Ham. Let's put it that way. He was absolutely <laughs> kind of like a negative, if you like. He was—he didn't really. He was very ineffective, and uh, he was taking the dog. He, he had his. Little poodle that he used to take walking around the training ground. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. ineffective. It's that's fairly It's fairly ineffective. Well, it's, but, it's a, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, he was taking the dog a walk around the training ground, and we was only the goalkeepers in because we used to have the Tuesday off and come in on a Wednesday, and the other players Tuesday, and they are off on a Wednesday. So. And he went to me, he said, Oh, Phil, he said, uh, he was talking to Bob because it was Steve Birchall, who used to work at Arsenal, got Bob in, and so he said, Come to see me before you go. He said, I've got to see you, I, I must see you before you go. Uh, and we were sitting in the bath after training, and I was—we were talking. QBR was really struggling; they were in the relegation battle.
1: Mm. Uh,
2: and this—this this was February. And uh, Bob Wilson says, is that the first
1: flight or the second flight?" They were
2: in—we're in the, in the first division. Oh, um, yeah. yeah. And West Ham were obviously were in the second. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so basically, uh, Bob, me and Bob were sitting in the bath, and it, Bob was saying, "Well, it's really important," he said. "That the only chance they've got of getting out of relegation is that oh. you." Are absolutely in top form. You know, you've got to really be there every game. He said, You've got to play the best that you possibly can.
1: <laughs> Someone's dropped a contact lens. It's
2: a very rare,
1: <laughs> very, very rare it's pub. It's one of the old fashioned contact lenses. <laughs> Hard contact
2: lens. Oh, it's all he right. It's got a full contact oh, lens. That's so yeah. Yeah. It's oh, that's good. Just yeah, come yeah. back, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but so, 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 he, I, you know, and I went, Oh, Bob, I've got to go up and see Steve. I said, You never know. I might be on the move. And he went, No. He said, I don't think so. Anyway, Bob Wilson was—he was when he was doing Football Focus for, for the BBC. If you remember, he used to do Football Focus. When
1: did he stop playing? F- awesome. Bob.
2: Yeah. Ooh, oh, Bob! Oh, God! The
1: seventies, yeah. So, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, it yeah, was, yeah. Blessing, but but yeah. So he was—he was doing the—he was doing the Football Focus. Yeah, And so little did he know the next time he was going to see me was on the Friday when he was interviewing me at West Ham. But, um, <laughs> you know, he nearly crashed his car the next day when they actually announced it. But I went back to to see Steve Burnshaw. He said, oh, there's a club coming for you. We're not going to sell you. He said, but Jim, Jim wants to see you. Now, Jim Gregory was the chairman and he did everything. <laughs> he did everything at the club. I mean, like, he handled everything. So if you ever wanted a new contract... You never had to negotiate like an agent. You just went and saw Jim. You said you wanted 50 quid a week, right? So you said to Jim you wanted 100 quid. He said, no, you can't have that. You can have 50 quid. So I said, OK, that was good enough. So you come out happy with what you got. He knocked you down, so he was happy. Everyone was happy. It was was easier times. And so Jim said, he said, we've had an offer. He said, it's a very good offer um, from West Ham United. And as soon as he said West Ham United, I went, ah, Jim, I said, I'm not going to move across London. He said, we don't want you to move across, he said. But they've made an approach, he said, and we have got um, an obligation to actually let you speak to them mm-hmm. and, uh, and discuss um, terms, everything else. But, you know, the, the final decision is yours, but we don't want you to leave. He says, so, you, you know, John Lyre wants to come and meet you. And I've never met John in my life. So, anyway, I run. My wife, Lavinia, was here tonight, and I said to her, I said, But make yourself sorted out, get the kids sorted. I said, Because, and one of the kids is here as well, Marie Blessed. She was the one who always played up. Yeah. <laughs> so, 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 basically, uh, um, I said, uh, I'll be home in a minute. We've got someone coming round, and she went, you're not on the move. I went. I can't discuss it on the said, I'll be back in a bit. So I went home, and I live where I live now in Wokingham. Um, and uh, a little while later, John, John Lyle and Eddie Bailey come. And I had absolutely no intentions of signing for West Ham. That, that's the gospel truth. Mm. No intentions whatsoever. Yeah, well, I
1: mean, well, you know, because obviously they're in the second flight. They're, they're in the thinking, second so division. So a second flight team is coming in for me.
2: Yeah. You know. And, you're gonna, yeah. and you go, well, we're in the first division. Um, but when I met the man, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if you ever, any of you ever had the pleasure or the privilege of actually meeting the man. He was absolutely... Amazing. He was unbelievable. You
1: hear this again and again, don't you? You
2: would not believe what kind of a person he yeah. was. He would have been a success in whatever he wanted. He could have gone into politics. He'd have been Prime Minister, I think. He'd have made a great England manager. He was just mm. so level-headed, so... He knew how to manage people, manage men, and that was the big thing. Mm-hmm. A, lot of, a lot of people can Are good coaches, but he was only just a, 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 a fantastic coach. He was a fabulous manager. We hear these stories
1: of him just driving up in his car with a fag on all the way, Wardy yeah. Wardy you know, Wardy says, you know, he drives up the motorway, you know, yeah. uh, you know, sort of a fag on in his car, the car full of cigarette smoke, gets out, sits in his like mum and dad's kitchen with yeah. him and going, uh, uh, and play for the Hammers, come down and sits and talks to him. I think Dix talks about his car full of cigarette smoke and he goes and sits in his car full of cigarette smoke and he co- convinces him to come and play for West Ham. It, it, it is, just, but that was what he was like. Yeah. So within
2: within half an hour of talking to the, the guy and we, we chatted and we talked and it's his ambition, it was his vision that, that he put across. Um, he was prepared to, when he told me the, the, the actual fee, uh, and, you know, he said it's a new world record fee, and it smashed the other one by probably two hundred grand at least. Yeah, amazing. And that was amazing. Shelton who was yeah, the, yeah. The, 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 before.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, and I and I'm thinking, God, he he really really wants me to sign. And and he, he had this vision of, of, you're the first one I want. He said we've got to get, we got we got a good. He said we have got a good defence. He said a good. You know, you have the spine down the side. He said we got a good. Mm-hmm. Spy and he said, but you're the first one in my new you know, per, first piece of the jigsaw puzzle. He said, yeah. well, I want that, I want you to put that in. He said, and then we're just going to build from there. Uh, and obviously, then he brought Ray Stewart in the August, mm-hmm. which was which was fantastic. He yeah. made him the most expensive teenager in the world. Uh, and, and again, what a, a fabulous buy and player he was. Boy. You know, an amazing, to me, the best penalty taker that I've ever, been, I've ever yeah, seen yeah. in my life. You know,
0: what's interesting about this is that. Is it, what is the kind
2: of philosophy? There's also ambition, isn't there? This really
1: yeah. mm-hmm. he, he wanted yeah. want to get back
2: to it. Well, he wanted, yeah. he wanted to get back into the first division, and he wanted. He, I think the thing is with John, you have to remember that John, what we were talking about earlier, he's got pride, he's got passion, he loved the club, he loved the fans. Yeah, because yeah. he'd been at the club for, you know, you start, know He'd probably like be, from, been at the yeah, club yeah. for 20 odd years yeah. Anyway, yeah. he didn't, you know he, he, had to, he had to retire as a player then he, then he started off in the post room Then Ron Greenwood took him under his wing yes. And turned him into a great coach And I think the West Ham way, unfortunately, died or ended when John was sacked, and I think, and I don't think we've ever, yeah, we never of, seen it since. He was there for a total of thirty something it years. Was, and, it was, yeah, and yeah, and, and so it, 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 this this he brought to you, and he he he, he came to to me, and you know, I went away, and you know, and you thought to yourself, and we both thought about it, um, that he's so passionate about West Ham that it comes across. And he makes mm-hmm. you want to believe yeah. in that very vision that he's got. You know, the, and, yeah, and, to, and it proved to be right, which was that, that's the lovely thing. I mean, sometimes it doesn't work.
0: In his autobiography, he would. <laughs> he would talk about. Um, Sorry about that. I've. Uh, I had a, he would talk I had about a curry. That, this obsession with talking about football. He would just sit the sit in, You know, the, the game would be over, and then he'd sit in the car park with Ron Greenwood, talking about just talking about football for hours and hours and hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when you when you actually, uh, these are things we're getting a little bit teased and excited about some of these names that are being mentioned for manager now, because when you read about Bielsa and when you read about Emery and people, like, they do they have this obsession. They have this kind of passion for just watching football talking about football thinking about it the whole time and i feel that we're a club that needs that kind yeah. of not not this kind yeah. of dry statistical analysis of how many times you put the ball in the box all that kind of yeah it's about how you yeah, play yeah. football yeah. how yeah. you how you you know it's still it's still scientific it's still about you know what's the most effective way of playing but it's also got it's also got a heart it's head and heart, isn't it? It's the, it's you know, well, together. it is. I
2: mean, some, sometimes the, the head and the heart, you know, as well as a bit of effort, they can get you results. They can get you mm-hmm. through things. When we, when we won the cup final in 1980, when we went into that game, no one... I mean, if you, uh, you as fans, you must have thought, well, yeah, we're going to win the cup. But deep down in your heart, we were playing one of the top sides, mm-hmm. certainly in a yeah. country, not in mm-hmm. Europe. Yeah. Then you think to yourself, if they, if they perform, we haven't really got any chance. The only people that really, really knew Was us, as players We had the belief And yeah, that yeah. was a big difference We had the belief that we were going to go out there And then John Law came up with that master plan It's a stroke of genius Half an hour before the kickoff, And he told Stuart Pearson And he never knew before then That he was going to play in behind David Cross You can play David Cross up front on his own play Stuart Pearson in the hole behind him And then we'd have mm-hmm. the, the midfield and the defence And it was just a stroke of genius and Don Eyre was the master tactician they hadn't got a clue what to do Hmm. Uh, you know, and the, but we had that belief that we were going to win it. Everybody said to you, "Ah, yeah, you're turning up." Did he you, you Did you here. talk
0: to the young lad, Paul Allen? Oh all? yeah, all yeah, the time. Yeah, I t- yeah. you
2: know, I t- I'm going to tell a lovely story about him because I, I Paul, he's he's because <laughs> he obviously moved on to Spurs and he, he's got this f- thing in his head that West Ham fans hate him because he's gone to Spurs. And when I get him I said, "For God's sake, Paul," I said, "They love you." I said, "You're part, you're part of West Ham folklore." I said, "You." <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, don't yeah. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. you never yeah, get yeah. your beer, but he's he's such a lovely guy, and, he, he, and, he, and he's often asked about the, the the Willie Young thing, you know, when he's going through, uh, and it's through, and he's clean through on goal. Uh, and he said, he said, he's going through, he said, and all of a sudden, he said, he can hear Willie on behind him. He says, but he looks up and he says, he sees Pat Jenny's coming out, and big Pat just sort of does this. <laughs> and he goes, I can't see any of the gold. He said, I don't want <laughs> He said, he said, no, somebody said, I got, I said, and all of a sudden, then, my legs have gone. And he said, well, oh, thank God for that. He
0: won't. <laughs> <laughs>
2: He said, because yeah. if I'd have missed it, he said, if I'd have missed it, <laughs>
0: yeah,
2: yeah. if I'd have missed that, he said, West Ham, they'd kill me,
0: West Ham fans, they'd kill me. Yeah. But he's so honest, genuinely honest about that it. That moment was very sort of instrumentally influential, wasn't it, in this move to bring in the red car for the professional fans? I think it, so, it was it? the most blatant And, and yeah.
2: you've know, a young, seen. Like, the youngest player to ever play at Wembley yeah. at that time... Um, yeah. Would probably, well, hopefully, he should have Uh, got a
0: law that Mr. Hackett never understood.
2: Uh, No, (laughs) No. 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 No, if you tell tell Gailey about that, Mr. Hackett, you
1: know, a sort of a a kind of ruling that I think. Really annoys me at the moment is the the good old fashioned. We were talking about him, Bob Wilson roll, you know, where you sort of come out, go at someone's, go at someone's feet. And now, if the momentum takes you through the player, you can have a fucking penalty. And, and I mean, uh, well, that, you know, long you the, get, if you, as long as you get the ball first, you're all right. Yeah, yeah. yeah but,
2: you know, you have to touch the ball first. But actually, it seems now yeah.
1: that if they get the ball and they're just momentum carries them through, it's still a pen. You know, there's Ooh, no, there's some nasty dodgy. ones given. I think. Yeah. I think goalkeepers have a hard time. Now, um, they, they
2: they we had a hard time when I was. Playing. Remember Clive Thomas? What hey, remember him? Yeah, Clive? yeah, oh, you Thomas in disguise. What a twat he was, wasn't he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: he was the referee who disallowed that goal in, in the World Cup, in wasn't the World Cup? he? When it was Brazil, actually yeah. oh, all the
2: way into the goal, yeah, he's big in Brazil, yeah, it's unbelievable. In the corner from a corner, he was blew the whistle. Brazil, corner, Sweden, wasn't it? edited yeah. yeah. it in and he <laughs> already blew the whistle. Oh, he, he, uh, he hated us and he hated. um he hated me in particular as well. I think he had, he had a certain thing against me, but I don't know what it was. But he actually, if you remember the, cut, the League Cup final when Sammy Lee was lying on yeah. the penalty spot, Indeed. and yeah. he, ducked, yeah. he looked up yeah. and then ducked so the ball wouldn't hit him. And uh, I spoke I said to Clive Thomas this after the game. And, but, but what happened during the game was uh, he was walking away with uh, he he'd walk back towards a, he'd give the goal. He was walking back to the halfway line, and I'd got the ball at the net, and I've half volleyed it at him. And it's whistled past his head, <laughs> and, uh, this high. he has gone. <laughs> Seriously, and he's he's, he's coming to me afterwards, and he went, uh, "You kicked that ball at me after the goal, didn't you?" I said, oh, yeah. "Yes." He went. Uh,
1: <laughs>
2: he went. Um, You'd have been very sorry, he said. Uh, Had that hit me? I said, "Clive, I said I- I'm already sorry." He went, and so you should be. I said, "I'm fucking sorry. I missed you." you <laughs> John Lyle called him a cheat as well. I mean, John Lyle would never say anything about, bad about anyone. He called him a cheat as well, wow. but he was <laughs> such a horrible piece of work. Yeah. yeah so he, everyone, there was a hundred thousand people in that stadium. They'd all gone to see him, not the two, not Liverpool on my yeah. stadium yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, And that's yeah, what he was yeah. like. He was but horrible.
0: That, do you feel that's, Do you
2: feel that's more and yes. more true of referees? I think it's. I think the standard of refereeing now is absolutely.
0: It was terrible this season, wasn't it? Absolutely really atrocious. Really
2: bad. Yeah. I mean, the number of times that people get sent off. And it's yeah. the wrong one. Yeah. Sending yeah. off the wrong yeah. people.
0: Yeah. Incredible.
1: Lewis yeah, Hamilton. Lewis <laughs> <There was> Hamilton. <laughs> um, so that team, the 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 team that grew from obviously because you came in 79, the team that sort of yes. grew into the Boys of 86 team. It seems that there is, you know, the fact that um, you still do kind of talks as that team. There seems to be a fantastic set of characters in that team. Um, You know, I think part of the reason we like Adrian is that he's a character. Uh, Schmeichel is a character. Do you think that, I mean, do you think that it's a bit chicken and egg? Do you think uh, goalkeepers, sort of like young goalkeepers, slowly grow a character, or do you think they're characters already and they become a goalkeeper?
2: I I think. think I actually think you grow in to be a character. I think as a goalkeeper, you, you, you've got to be slightly mad, as they always say, to be that, mm-hmm. to be a goalkeeper. But once you're into that, then you're learning your trade. And if you've got anything about you then like like Adrian now he is he is becoming a character he is becoming yeah. a character that, that the fans associate with and I think they did with me as well I mean that yeah, was the yeah, thing absolutely. Ludo was another one that they yes, talked to yeah, yeah, and I mean that's absolutely. a big thing you well, know, if you get the fans on your you, side
1: because you play with a smile on your face it's all like the time you've constantly got to. my mental image entirely from that period <laughs> yeah. is you seem to be smiling for all the, it's like playing football is fun you well know? that's what it is like, you, you would quite often make
0: a brilliant double save and laugh.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, actually, I'll you know, I fucking stop there. Post Schmeichel, Post What happens a lot now is that keepers make a save and then they get up and immediately scream, scream at, their at back everybody. You it's go, like everyone else is best. thought that I've had to make a Come save, on. whereas you made a save uh, and get up and have a bit laughing. of a laugh with Alvin or Tony <laughs> yeah. or, or with the attacking player. You know, it's um, like. Come Come on, on. What's, what's hap- Sorry, sorry. Oh, say, sorry.
0: Did you always want to be a goalie? Was it, was it, yeah, yeah, well, right,
2: and, uh, no, right from the very, very, very start. I mean, I, I was actually quite a good outfield player, but I hated running around.
0: <laughs> I really
2: did. I mean, yeah, any, any manager that I've ever had, if John was here, he'd tell you I hated running. I really <laughs> hated running with a passion. But, uh, but that's why I ended up getting stuck in goal. Yeah. But also, I think I found that I had a, na- a natural knack for it as well. you, know, you yeah. You, I didn't hurt myself so as well, which.
0: Is I was going to say, okay. what's happened to the double save? They used to happen all the time in the seventies. There was Jim Montgomery in the nineties. 73 cup final and there's, you, you made some Absolutely Brilliant <laughs> Double saves Like the way you, You've saved the, 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 Saved the initial shot The rebound You're up on your feet And you save, save the, the second one. shot that never happens I don't think
2: they work we used to work on it I mean mean, seriously because if anything happened you would bang you you would actually you probably wouldn't work on a rebound say because to actually get that to happen you could be you could be practicing for for an hour and you get two in there but you would you would have two or three balls and you get one up so you make the same then you're back on your feet and then you get another shot at you so you practiced it Do you think they're not doing that anymore then? I'm not sure I've never seen goalkeepers work in there but I don't think they can work at the same things that we used to work at. I think coming out of people's feet, um, they do this—you know, almost like the star jump, which which was Michael brought that in. Yes, he um, did, yeah. and mm. if you have got a good player, he's just going to go ah, and just roll it along the floor, mm. yeah. and it's in the net. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, you, they yeah, don't yeah. spread
0: themselves like we used to. I mean, yeah. you, you come from you—you you come from a generation where where we all, we all thought at the time growing up, I was just a group of English goalkeepers are the best. Mm. And Scottish goalkeepers are basically a joke, and more or less everyone else is rubbish. I mean, even Brian Clough bought into that when he called Tomaszewski a clown, didn't he? In that, in yeah, um, played brilliant. Uh, and now it doesn't. You know, we seem to struggle to find a world class goalkeeper. I mean, you you, you you came up. You know, you had Shilton, Clements, Joe Corrigan. I mean, it's yep. a fantastic. Yeah, goalkeepers it at your time. I mean, you would. Have walked into the England team. If it were you, 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 do you feel unlucky to have? Um, I, I feel unlucky,
2: but I also feel privileged. I mean, I've got, I've got one cap, um, which mm. um, they couldn't. Uh, they've always said they can't take away from me. No, no, no. Um, and, and that one cap, I mean, David James has got about fifty.
1: Caps, but <laughs> that, one cap that, what, that one cap means
2: more cap more to yeah, me than it. No, he, you're quite right. Because if he that. was playing in my era, then he wouldn't even. No, he wouldn't even have a sniff. Would no. He? no, so no. There's, a, there's a lot of it, but it's, it's it's different. I think I think we talked about the continental goalkeepers coming in. When they first started to come into this country, they came in for one reason and one reason only: they were cheap. You know, Mm. if you went to buy an English goalkeeper, it cost you say six hundred thousand. You bought someone like Ludo. They bought Ludo for three hundred grand. Now, I mean, that's amazing.
1: Mm. You
2: know, so yeah. I mean, they're not always good, but they're half price of what an English goalkeeper. Yeah, Yeah, and that started bringing the influx of the the foreigners in, and then that stops the youngsters then getting the chance to get into the first teams I played my debut at Warsaw when I was eighteen. Uh, Shilton was 17 at Leicester, I think, and Ray Clemens yeah. was 18 at Scott
1: Yeah, and yeah. we had, <laughs> we well, had, Neil, we like
2: had
0: Neil Finn. Yeah. Uh, eh? Neil Finn, do you remember him playing, no. made his debut at Man City when he was 17? You know? Yeah,
2: you see, and it's, it's all about yeah. that. But, you, yeah. you know, the ones that, like, I think that, like the ones who have talked about him, Joe Corrigan, they've all, we all started very young. And then got in, and and but you, you, were it, you were
0: given a chance. You were given a chance, and, and the thing is, not every, there weren't cameras at every ground. No, so, never, so never. The thing no. is that you know mistakes get get looked at more than anything else, don't they? So goalkeepers now, they're, they're <coughs> under incredible pressure, aren't they? In the sense that you, well, you one every one mistake, everything, everybody filmed. looks at it from different angles, mm. and it's it's also
2: quite it's also works should work in your favour as well because if you let a goal in, you could, you should. If you if you you're worth your metaler at all, you, you should be able to analyse that from five or six different angles and go, I ain't ever going to do that again? I'm not going to let a goal in like yeah, that again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so it, it can work in your favour. But yes, you can't hide. You yeah. know, I mean, that's, yeah. that's that is one but thing. You, with I, I remember.
0: I mean, your style was. I mean, you made some great saves with your feet. I mean, you were the kind of you were massive, weren't you? You you, 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 you say Schmeichel invented. You say it still Schmeichel is Jim. Invented the... Well, still is. Know. Uh, hey. You say Schmeichel invented the kind of spread yourself thing, but you—you would, you would, like—it didn't matter which bit of your body you saved. It, I, I think, I think it, the perfect example kind of, of that.
2: I learned that not—I didn't learn that from 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 Pat Jennings, but Pat Jennings was always a kind of goalkeeper that yeah. I, I yeah. admired. Yeah. That, everyone yeah, he said, you know oh, he must have loved Gordon Banks. And I thought Gordon was a great goalkeeper. He was a great international goalkeeper. I thought Gordon Banks was possibly the best in, international goalkeeper there's ever been, but but as a club goalkeeper, Pat Jennings was superb yes. because mm-hmm. he didn't care. He, you know, if he was one way and he'd stop it with his feet. You mm-hmm. look at the goalkeepers now, I mean, they actually go with their feet. Begovic, instead of going down with their hands, they slide the foot out like yeah, a, yeah. like mm-hmm. an mm-hmm. ice hockey mm-hmm. goalkeeper. Yeah. You know? Yes, like, yes. I that's, that's, yeah, a, that's, yeah. that's all wrong. That's yeah, all wrong. You know, yeah, I mean, They shouldn't yeah. be doing that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the one that I like and I, I, th- I th- still think he's the best goalkeeper and it, and it does pay me the sake because of who he plays for, but it's Lloris.
0: Yeah. Job. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's good. Yeah,
2: he very he good. So, so quick he, off yeah. his line, but he spreads yeah. himself. Yeah. He's, a, what, he's
0: almost a throwback. Yes. When you, when you say we difference between kind of club goalkeeping, international goalkeeping, is that because in it? I mean, but it always feels to me as though you know West Ham keepers have to make a lot of saves, don't they? I mean, yeah, <laughs> it comes, comes with the job, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, whereas oh. in, in many ways, you know, in many ways, you, you think back to that game against, say, that World Cup game against Poland, where Shilton actually let the ball in under his body. He did, it? yes, yeah. Um, <clears throat> it's it's that sort of sense of being able to concentrate for a long period of time, even when actually you, know, you don't touch the ball. I think the most, every, th- you know, when that moment comes. You've, got to, mm, be you've be got to be ready. On. The
2: most important thing for a goalkeeper, I think, is not how many amazing flashy saves you make. Um, uh, and, and the art of goalkeeping is not to make the easy things look hard; it's to make hard things look easy. Yeah, yeah. But the the biggest thing is the amount of mistakes you actually make. The consistency that you can have. Yeah. Uh, if you're not noticed in a game and you still make two or three saves. That's good goalkeeping.
0: What did you think of Rob Green?
2: I like Rob Green very much. The same thing I always do. And, uh, I I I I tell you a lovely story. I did a thing this earlier this uh, right early on this season, and um, Rob, uh, we did a thing at QPR's training ground, and it was for their it was oh, for, oh
1: amazing yeah
2: for QPR's kind of well, similar podcast or yeah, it was actually yeah. for their website I think, and it was all that, and he said. Um, And they interviewed, they said, Rob, they said, well, obviously, Rob, you obviously have heard about this man sitting alongside you. He said, heard about him, he said. I spent all the years at West Ham, he said, and everyone used to remind me, you know, at least least once a week about him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. He said that I get transferred to keep QPR, he said I'm coming into the ground. He said the first thing I fucking say is a fucking photo of this sub- a full size photograph of him on the wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He <laughs> yeah, yeah. was putting it, was like he was laughing about it. I but, do you know, what you know, I
1: liked about Robert funny. Green was that even though he wasn't the tallest player in the world, there's a real vogue for punching instead of catching. And Greeno would catch, catch. quite often. And it's good you know, it's, it's like he's actually such a vogue for punching
2: he now. He's actually they, well, they, they punch before before They catch now Whereas in our day You try to catch Yeah you try to catch it. Yeah, you could you it. Yeah. Would punch it but, yeah. but what I like about Rob Green Is he does come from crosses Because uh, I've again Watched him quite a lot hmm. I've been watching A few of their games And, um, and he does try that uh, And one of the biggest things Is the character That he had to bounce back After that
1: yeah. mistake Yeah 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 That yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. uh, yeah. was phenomenal I just said that I said that to him I said you know I said I had the utmost respect For you after that Because not many people could have done that, you know. It was sure, it yeah. was horrendous. Yeah.
0: He should have played. He should, he should have next Of course he Well, he was told he was told two again. hours before the game that he was mm-hmm. playing. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, I think that was the, the degree to which there was bad management in, in yeah. that whole thing. But I felt, you know, I what I had to what I was in a. I won't go into the details, but I had to watch that on the telly in a room full of Liverpool and Newcastle fans, and. Yeah. Oh God. And the thing I was trying to get across them the great thing about the irony of that because the great thing about uh, Green was he he was so consistent for us. Mm -mm. Didn't make me. Didn't make mistakes. Didn't always save goals that you thought, oh, maybe you should have saved that, but. He never really dropped a real Ricket. No. No. And, that, and that's why that, that moment was so. I was
2: watching it like probably all of you watching on the telly, and I, I could not believe it. I thought, yes. I don't believe what I've just he seen. Because, do no, yeah. he doesn't do that. Um, but then they say he Come back He even interviewed him After the game Which was very brave I mean if it'd be, to be honest If that had been me I'd have told the yeah. reporter To F off And that's yeah, it yeah. I ain't coming that's, out there yeah. But he was, he yeah, was And I loved him and we,
0: we were at the way end at, at QPR And he came out second half And gave us the cross-tammers and, yeah, yeah. and I mean
2: he, yeah. He's alright He's, yeah. he all right had, he's had a Good keeper Good keeper He's great saves He's safeties. had an amazing yeah. season At QPR I mean it's not his fault That they've gone down Believe me Should we do a
1: bit of Q&A now Should we do a bit of q and and a Who's got a question uh, was there a question? Craig, you've got a question. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Right. You've not been listening. <laughs> that's it.
0: You kept talking.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, good. Yes. This week I was forced
2: to play dodgeball.
0: And someone in front of me had the ball It came straight at me. Instantly, I hit the floor.
1: I have to sum this question up because you're not yeah, my short. Sure. <laughs> try and keep it short.
0: Sure. A long story short, the ball came at me, I hit the floor and
2: squealed like a little
1: girl. Okay. How,
2: you as a person, to be a goalkeeper, the balls can get shot right in your face. Is that something in your psyche? Are you fearless or is that something that was... You. Getting hit by a you, football. You don't even think about it. Seriously, you just do not. You know, to somebody, like there's a melee on the floor and his feet flying everywhere, you just dive in there and, and if, the, you, the, if, uh, you can, if you can take a few, you know, get your elbows into some of their calves and all that lot, so be it as well, you know.
1: The heavier, water sodden ball. The Sorry? heavier water sodden ball of the 70s must have been that. Taking a hit from one of them must have been.
2: No, I think you're, you're, you're mix- mixing me up with Ernie Gregory, here, you know, That's a little yeah. bit Jim, before my time. Oh, we, yeah, we, yeah.
1: we didn't have yeah. the
2: big yeah. water sodden balls. Yeah. They, they, yeah. they were still quite light ish.
1: They're not oh. as light as they
2: are now. But no, 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 no. But, but yeah, but were, it would. Yeah. But still, people, yeah. I love them. Look, I even saw it on Saturday at Newcastle. Jenkinson, the second goal, he's gone, oh. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, oh, you, no, that's not going to yeah. work. Yeah, stand there. Yeah. If it hits you in the balls, it, you know. Stuart
1: it's, Downing. It's a bit of a thrill. You'll for
0: a while. Proper pussy, Stuart Downing. Yeah, never, you know, bloody, just... never bloody, really goes into it. Oh, no, uh, no. Christian in it, yeah. Daly
1: in uh, the. was in the playoff final against Ipswich, where Christian Daly, Daly took a clearance into his nuts. And then up and, up and scored. Scored. scored, and then went. Yeah, down. Down. Yeah, yeah. He trapped a yeah. ball. With his testicles, <laughs> then kicked it into the yeah, other team's you goal. I yeah, love yeah.
2: That's that's good.
1: Uh, yeah, great. Um, what did you think of um, Graham Soonis' uh, comment about West Ham being a the West Ham way and the yo-yo? What did what you think you about Graham Soonis' comment about the when yo-yo club? What is the West Ham way? When was this? When did he say oh, this? When right, it was, when was just it? at the weekend after oh. the Newcastle game. Oh, yeah. oh before that. All oh, right. Yeah. Okay. Oddly, uh, defending West Ham in the same interview was Jamie Carragher. Yeah. Uh, right. Strange. And Jamie, I, 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 have to, I have to admit, I didn't say that, but. I assume I assume I assume. Yes. Right, okay.
2: Where's the West End Way? I, I I believe I, I said to you earlier I think the West End Way finished when when Lyle when they sacked John Lyle and brought in the Poison Dwarf. Remember him the Poison Dwarf?
1: Aye
2: we'll yeah. Macara, yeah, what? Oh, yeah. he couldn't manage a chip. He couldn't manage a chip shop by the way. He was yuff. Yeah. He
1: yeah. was the worst manager.
2: That we're not a yo-yo club at all I mean I, when you look at the the situation the whole have gone up and down recently Norwich have done it um, Watford Hull. Watford, they've all, they've all had a little go at it. West Ham, when they get in there and have a little run, I mean, when we got up, you know, it's normally 10 years or whatever that you have a little spell at there.
1: Yeah, and Touch Wood, we don't plummet and then plummet. it no. I mean, we, you know, three years, uh, 78 to 81, is kind of the longest yes. uh, in um, recent mean, memory. One of these, um, of the 80s, like the likes is thinking that us. Why do we think that? It's, it, do do
0: right? it's, it. it's not Someone right. Someone said lazy journalism in the crowd, and, and that's absolutely right. It's just a kind of bunch of. It's just a sort of cli- set of cliches. Somebody posted up some uh, in one of the. Um, I don't know. it's on the Facebook group or one of the forums. Some statistics which show Categorically we're not a yo-yo club We're we're nowhere near And we are one of only eight clubs Never to have played football Below the second tier No, that's right We've got numerous ex-players Who are pundits now Who have got nothing to say They've got go-to phrases for every single club And our go-to phrase is
1: Oh, you know, kind of what they don't
0: know what they've got. Absolutely. So lazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. very lazy. Yeah, just
1: saying, don't see it. Someone yeah. in the audience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's sitting there for what you wish Phil was saying oh, yeah. I don't think no, yeah. there's a sort of... Oh, yeah. Order, order! Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I think uh, we, were just, we We're just saying... Um, yeah.
2: Yeah. No, no, no uh, I mean, um, Absolutely I mean, it, it, it's, it's, I mean they, they said it the weekend again Don't watch it uh, What was it? Um, Murphy, wasn't it? He said Be careful what you wish for And yeah. you go For God's sake
1: yeah. I think uh, there, there's, a, there's a notion That West Ham fans uh, Somehow we, we, we feel that We should be Challenging for the Champions League We're happy to be You know Between positions Seven to twelve But play just Entertaining football And yeah. if we sort of You know Creep into those Top six places. It's like, you know, there's a feeling, also, there's a lazy thing about, especially, the, you know, any sort of anti Sam feeling that, oh, West Ham fans think they should be winning the Champions, Champions League. No, it's, no, 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 no. position seven to 12 will be fine, you know. Yeah, I think that
2: seriously, one of the things that never really been taken too seriously. why big Sams here is the cups the cup runs because yeah, he, he messes well, about, changes the teams around doesn 't take the the importance of, of of a cup run because why because I would make Alan Pardew look like a Sunday school teacher i 'd have to fuck us up against the wall every time they walk through the door because I see, I watch every game at Upton Park, and the amount of effort that goes in there sometimes, I tell you what, I think it's shite. And I would actually be, I would, I, would, I would end up, I'd end up punching them, I'd have someone up against the wall. And so they would then, you know, and Alan Taylor, we're doing something with Alan Taylor, we do, we do tours around the ground, and Alan said, uh, and uh, if someone said something, and Alan said, well, what, what would you do? To a player who, you know, he said I said, I said after the game. I said, "What I do is, I said, when you get out of hospital next week, you come and see me, and we'll fucking talk about it." Because I couldn't, I couldn't handle, I couldn't handle the stuff that they, the effort they put in. That's not, that's not how we were brought up as players and, and our teams with John Lyle and that. He didn't actually instil all that into us. it was there, and I think that's so wrong now, you know. And it's 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 disrespecting you lot, disrespects the club, and I think that that is the big thing. And you shouldn't. There's no there's no room for it. Like the perfect example, what Phil was saying is we don't expect to win the league, we don't expect to win the Champions League, but to have a really good cup run, maybe get to Wembley. And when we went to Wembley with a playoff final, we showed exactly what West Ham fans can do. We took it over, didn't we? Yeah, Yeah, yeah. totally. And that's what it's all about. Yeah, Yeah. it's. (laughs) Yeah, it is, but you don't want to be there. You want to be in the top league. Yeah, yeah. But you want to be in the top league and having fun the same thing. You know, and that's. I I (laughs)
0: still. All right. Can can we just just move on a little bit? I've I've just got two questions, really. One, what was it like having another Phil Parks playing in goal the same time as you were playing? (laughs) (laughs) Because there were two of you, weren't there? There was. a few of the older people who don't know. They probably don't, but I
2: mean, it's really weird because the name Parks is very synonymous with. Um, part of um, the the black country. Um, if you're a carpenter and you've ever fitted a lock in the door, you'll probably find that it's a park's lock or whatever, mm, you know, it 's there's a big factory up there, right? Okay, so he was born in West Bromwich, um, and I was born in Sedgley, which is probably around about 10 miles apart. Uh, he was a little bit older than me uh, and got into the first team at Wolves, mm. and I was actually, at the time, just, like, leaving school, and so I'd actually gone, and I was played... On a Saturday, he played in the first team at the Molyneux, and I played in the fourth team for Wolves, um, you know, somewhere obscure, you know, whatever, at the training ground or wherever. And, you know, I think that's got to be totally unique that it's yeah, the right, first right, time. Right. Yeah. yeah, And I actually played... I never played against him twice. No, so, and I've got the... Phil Parks and Goal and Phil Parks and Goal. <laughs> and they, yeah, yeah. they used to say, Fam me, he must be quick. He gets <laughs> <laughs> Goes from I, one
0: end to the other. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and the other thing I wanted to ask... How wrong you, were they? you made... An enormous number of unbelievable saves. Is there any one particular save, whether it was important or was just particularly amazing, that stands out for you? Uh, it's very difficult because I'm asked this
2: a lot. And, and I, I will make a save. I used to make saves. And I'd make a save and i think, oh, jeez, I'm proud of that. And, and like Bonzo would come over and go, "Oh, that was easy, wasn't it? And they, then you'd go. And then I'd make a save and then it would come over and go, which I thought was quite easy and straightforward. And, and Bonzo, and they'd all come over and go, how the hell did you stop that? And you know, so it's like perceptive, you know, yeah. whatever everyone's seen. But when we played away at West Brom in the cup, in the third round of the cup, it was probably my best ever game for West Ham, and it was a, it, w- it was just one of those days. Uh, and they had a free kick in the in the first half, and Gary, little Gary Owen, who used to play at Manchester City, he took this free kick, and we had a wall, and it was right just outside the box, and um, it deflected off the wall. He was going it was going into the corner but it was deflected. It would, and he deflected it up a foot another foot eighteen inches higher and I'd already dived. And I, I don't know how I did it, but I just actually turned in midair and flicked it over the flipped it over the top and Gary Owen came over to me and he afterwards and he said, How the hell did you stop that? <laughs> and I was truthful. I said, I ain't got a flick in the <laughs> <laughs> I said, but I did. <laughs> and, and I think that's probably as, as Probably the most important one, obviously, because then, had I not done that, we yeah, yeah. won the Cup. So, yeah. Absolutely,
1: absolutely. It's it's extraordinary. Any, uh, any, uh, Steve, you've got it. Uh, obviously, there's been a lot of neighbours
0: spending around the next West Ham manager. What
1: would be your nightmare and your dream appointment? My nightmare? Uh, the, question oh. is, the question is, uh, who would be your nightmare appointment as next West Ham manager and who would be your dream appointment?
2: Um. My, my nightmare appointment and I think we might all agree on this would be Neil Warnock oh yes <laughs> oh, oh Colin Wanker good call Colin Wanker magic, <laughs> magic. he is he, he, he no, is no. in his in his <laughs> in his own mind he is the most underrated manager in the whole world <laughs> mm, mm, mm he's useless um, but to be, to be honest I mean I, I would just like to see someone come in who's got the same kind of ethics that we all have that that, that wants to see football played um, you know don't don't be scared of, of playing football and losing because the fans will still love you for that yeah. but, but but go out there entertain us there, there are so many names that are being bandied around now I mean Bilic I could almost I, don't, I didn't have, never knew him as a player he was before my, after my time sorry so so I never knew him but I would think that what Kuhlman and, and uh, Gary Monk have done in the premiership this year two young managers mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would think I'd like to think that he could come in because he knows he knows the West Ham way yeah. and and, and, he, I, and with Cro, was Croatia wasn't it yeah, yeah. he played some lovely football with Croatia yeah, yeah. so I think that he would, might have the right ethic about it uh, and it's until until you actually give him a chance, you don't know. You could get Alex Ferguson back out of retirement, put him in our side, and it might not work. So you you no, know you've got a it's it's a big gamble. Yeah, whatever happens. Absolutely. So West Ham against West Ham. Right. Yes. If you're the best keeper... Yes. Dix is the best penalty taker. Right. He's running up. He's going to smash
1: into the top of there. Yeah. The question I'll is, if out. Julian Dix was taking a penalty against you, do you think you'd get a hand on his pens? I'll get out
2: of the way just in case you hit me. Flat me, have you seen how hard it is? I'll give you a, this. This is this is one of the funniest stories you'll you learn. It, this is actually happened when when the Poison dwarf was manager, and we were up at Sheffield United. Um, we uh, yes, that's for for those of you yeah. uninitiated, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mr. McCary. We know who that is. But he. Um, Julian had to take the penalty we, were, we went up to Sheffield United And they were top of the I think they might have top or second in the league And we were just below them and Now that's a long time ago It was, it was uh, 89 And um, we had a penalty So Julian's taking the penalty Put the ball down I'm standing on the edge of the box Gailey and Alvin are on the bed Everyone else has gone up They're all around the edge They're all around the box uh, they had two players standing on the halfway line as well. Julian's hit this penalty. It's hit the bar. It's hit it's so hard. It's hit the bar. It's cleared everybody. It's bounced. It's, it's actually landed in our half. It's come off the bar. It's gone over everybody's head. This is this is the truth, and I'm sort of standing there watching it. I'm thinking, and then all of a sudden, I think, oh, oh shit! They got they got two of their forwards charging, in, yeah, yeah. charging towards to you, and Gale, well, Gailey's never going to catch him, is he? No, so he's no. gone. But Alvin, bless him, Alvin's quick, and yeah, he managed yeah. to get back and, have, and and tackle. And I've never ever seen a ball struck as no, hard as no. that. I said I did a thing with Julian on Friday, and I, rem- I, rem- I, I told him remember to him, and he went, oh, she said, I do yeah. remember that. He said, he was just strolling back laughing. He said, like, you know, what was happening?
1: <laughs> yeah. <So, laughs> yeah. Um, Julian or Ray Stewart? Who would you... Uh, who would you who Ray would you, Stewart. Ray, yeah, yeah. Ray. But it's amazing we've got two such incredible... Oh, amazing amazing. I mean, Dix was just he unbelievable was, with a pen. He was. He? Ray, yeah. Ray was the,
2: the most cool man ever, yeah, yeah. you would ever... When you think of the, the, uh, the quarterfinal against Aston Villa When he slotted that mm-hmm. one at the end And then the, sem- yes, the uh, final yeah. at Wembley When he sent Ray Clements the wrong way
1: yeah, yeah, You yeah. asked
2: Ray where he was going to put the ball Before he kicked it He never knew no, He just no. used to make yeah. his mind up When he was running up for the ball yeah. And
0: that yeah. makes and the, it even more The pressure on, that, the pressure on yeah. that Villa kick I mean that yeah. was awesome yeah, It's amazing It yeah. just yeah, never yeah. faced him And you
2: know he never practised them Never practised really? penalties So
0: you never kind of said I never, ever, yeah. I never,
2: me. I never ever faced a penalty in training from Rice Stewart. Unbelievable. Never ever. But he used to put, he used to put two cones in the goal and practice putting them in there. And that's all he would do. Nothing else. Wow.
1: No.
0: Yeah. What is-
1: that's why Mark Noble doesn't practice penalties. Either. He's taken a kind of a... Yeah, race, yeah, probably, a a, it's probably yeah. wise, you know. If you kick a ball... If you, yeah. Mark yeah, well, Noble's record is excellent. excellent. Yeah, if you, I mean, if you kick a ball well, I don't know how much help practice is going to no. give you. It might if, actually fuck with your head. That's right.
2: You can, and the thing is, if you go in there and save, start saving the penalties with him, yeah. he's going to put doubt in his mind.
1: If I mean, you we think, used, If we you used think to you to can ball. put a ball where, where it's intended to go, you know probably don't need to practice well
2: them, we used then. to do shooting practice at, uh, uh, in training and um I'd, i used to love shit i loved used to used to love this and i'd get in because it was like a, a, a battle against me against all the forwards and i'd and depending on john john and i used to be in there and he'd go right he'd go you come over to me he'd go that's it enough in you go i went what do you mean no in you go and he'd send me in because i was stopping too many <laughs> you know, yeah, right, right. he did. He said, "He said you're going to destroy their confidence." He said, "I." And he, bring, he used to bring one of the young goalkeepers in, the young youth team goalkeepers, and they'd fly in. Yeah, that's you know. probably why. I was yeah.
0: gay because I used yeah,
2: to yeah, love yeah. it. You know. Yeah, yeah.
0: So. Obviously, you were you were there a long time. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. sorry, sorry, sorry. No, no, go on. Just to ask you, what was your ideal back four all the time that you were there in
2: front of me? <laughs> well, <laughs> obvi- <laughs> well it'd obviously it'd obviously be Alvin and Bonzo. Race to it. I mean, it's a bit unfair on Gailey because Gailey came in um, later on, and I think that they were probably as um, as good as a central defenders that I'd ever played. But I couldn't leave Bonzo out of it. You know, I could always put Bonzo in midfield anyway or right yeah. back, he could yeah, yeah. I mean the only place he didn't play was in goal play everywhere. Yeah, but yeah. he was amazing, and to me I've often said this, that to me is as influential as Bobby Moore yeah. in yeah. the history yeah. of West Ham, yeah. I think yeah, absolutely. he's an amazing man
0: yeah. um, um,
2: and, so I mean, so, and so the left back was always a problem, but I played most of my time with Frank uh, and so I would have to say Frank was a, a very very good honest defender um, the only thing that I would say was that Dev kept him going for years because he did a lot of his running, Alan Devonshire, you know, <laughs> yeah, up and yeah. down. Uh, so it's a difficult one, but I would always have to say Frank yeah, uh, yeah. and Ray and, and, and Billy and Alvin. Yeah, yeah. Ga- well, that's Gailey, pretty amazing. Yeah. Uh, I think we've got time for one last question.
1: struggling on the defence. Oh, sorry. Ah, <laughs> well, uh, right, was right. <laughs> the uh, in your opinion,
0: in training, of course. Yes. What was our most effective and...
1: Attack. What was our most effective Ooh. and predator-like attack? Is the question. It's a good one because I mean I played with two,
2: two um, amazing um, sides really in the eighties and then the eighty-six, uh, and t- we told the different strikers. You had in the eighty in, in the eighty-one you had David Cross and Pop Robson when I first came to the club, and then you had Paul Goddard came in after Pop Robson went. And then in 86, then you had obviously Frank McIverney and Tony Cotty. And I think the thing is, the most, I love this man, I think, is the most, one of the most underrated centre forwards in the whole history of West Ham, and that's David Cross. David I love Cross, him yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely I, yeah, yeah. I, I love him to death for the, for the work love, rate yeah. that he used to put in he was absolutely yeah, amazing absolutely I think a lot amazing. of and really, he scored some yeah, fa- yeah. fabulous yeah, goals yeah. as well absolutely. and he'd been around a lot of clubs and he said that when he came to the club when he, yeah, well, yeah. He, he had one with Pop and then with yeah. Paul Goddard but, but obviously I think the strike partnership of Tony Cotty and Frank yeah. is an amazing partnership Who's this? Crossy? Yeah. Well, Crossy, Crossy we, 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 he would dish out, he would get a lot of stick, and he would take a lot of stick as well. Uh, and that was what was, was fabulous about him. But he also worked tirelessly for everybody else. He, he made things, made a lot of things for other people. He made runs. In the cup final, for instance, he, he kept the back four occupied. He run his heart out that day. So Craig, Craig's going
1: to have a question here. One more Wait, One more. <laughs> Yes. So
0: the question was, what did you make of the Billy
2: Bonds and Harry Redknapp situation? I think it, it's a situation that we're probably never ever going to know the truth about because Bill will never talk about it. Bill doesn't. Bill, I think Bill made it fairly clear that he was kind of stabbed in the back there with Harry, um, and. I don't know. I honestly don't know, because, I mean, it, it, it really is. Bill will not talk about it. He's never spoken to Harry since, and this was a, man who was, a guy who was his best man at his wedding. Yeah. You know, so that you, and Bill, Bill as I say, is the, lot, the most honest man. That
0: sort of tells the story, though, It tells it? the
2: whole story. It's Bill Billy Bonds is the most honest man you will ever meet in your whole life. He has. He, 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 he's almost the George Washington thing. I can't tell a lie. And he really is well Harry watch out Harry well I think Harry would make a fabulous uh, um, no no leader for the uh, for, for FIFA I'll be brilliant <laughs>
0: oh.
2: absolutely amazing imagine the size of the brown envelopes that be coming over
1: that channel Yes, of course. Uh, Rob Banks uh, is approaching the microphone. Uh, uh, we're he's talking, talking about, about Billy Bonds uh, just now. I, I live quite near uh,
0: Bill, and I actually saw him in our local shopping centre. And uh, I wanted to go up to him and get my photograph taken with him. So I said, oh, no, I'm too, I'm too, um, too nervous. My wife was saying, no, go on, go on, go on. I said, no, um, he's a very private man. I don't want to disturb him. He's, he's just out shopping. But what I really wanted to say to him was, Thank you for all the memories and everything, and I want to take this opportunity tonight to say to you, Phil Park, thank you for everything that you gave us.
2: Thank you very much. But you should. You actually, you actually should have gone. You actually should have gone up to Bill it's and not, said it's that. It's not about the selfies. It's no, about but but Bill, Bill would appreciate
1: that so much because he's he's genuine as well. Yes, that, that, that's Rob Banks, who, uh, who wrote An Irrational Hatred of Luton, uh, West Ham Till I Die, and uh, uh, The Legacy of Barry Green, uh, uh, who has been watching uh, West Ham as long as we have. And sort of meeting, meeting our heroes like this, people that we've stood with 30,000 other people and just watched since we were sort of kids, uh, you, know, you, are, you know, you are one of those guys, and I'm wrapping things up now. Um, Jim's crying. Uh, there's, <laughs> It's, um, no, no, honestly, it's always a massive thrill to us no, to get true, our heroes on I mean, this podcast. This, you know, know. When you asked me years ago
0: to come and do this podcast with you, I mean, I didn't really sort of think about it. Jim's talking to me no, now. Yes, yeah, I'm talking to you. <laughs> I'm talking to all of you as well. It is an incredible privilege to meet people who, who just in my youth, you are my heroes. Yes, that's right. And, yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: I, I, I work it's in the entertainment industry and I've sort of met me. a lot of—I've uh, met a lot of you know well-known people in the entertainment industry. And they're, but they're—they're they're not people who sort of can't do what I you know. I think we can all do what they do. Sports people can't do what we do. They can't do what 99% of the people you know in the world can do. They're that top bunch of people that just do everything better than the rest of us can. And uh, and and you know it. it uh, We've got a massive thrill out of meeting the boys from 86 and, and, and the other uh, ex-West Ham players we've had on. But, uh, you know, as I said earlier, uh, you, you were literally the best in your position yeah. of all the ones we met. And that's just, you know, amazing. It's like, you know, we've just sort of watched you making a double save and just smiling at Alvin and just smiling at the other guys. And it really is a privilege, Phil. It's just fantastic. And so I'm going to wrap it up. And uh, so with me have been Jim Grant. Cheerio. Don, the Don, Peretta. Thank you, Phil. And West Ham legend, Phil Parks. Thank
2: you very much, all of you. Thank you. Uh, I've absolutely loved it. Thank you very much. Podcast Network.